Hi, welcome to And It's Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about writing your author bio. So this could be in a query letter or on your website, or even once you're in the publishing stage for your book jacket. So it's it's hard to write about yourself <laughs> and say things. And not sound stupid <laughs> or dumb. Like, God, I think I've rewritten the author bio on my, mm-hmm. just my website like four times. I feel like every time I go back to read it, I'm like, what the hell did I write here? <laughs> Why did I write this? No one gives a damn. Like... And it's funny because, like, you know, when you're in school, your teachers try to tell you what's important, like, you know, graduating college and, you know, all that stuff that you did and all the awards that you've won. And you'll write that down the first time and maybe you look back at it and be like, I don't know if I like this. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to decide. And if you have no credentials, it's, you, you know, it can be even harder. Like, what? I didn't graduate college. I don't know what to write here. What the hell am I supposed to do? I've 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 written a book. That's what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that I think is the biggest question is the people like me when I was querying and even when I was trying to write a bio for like the publisher was I'm like I have the I don't have credentials. I didn't finish college i didn't finish an mfa program i don't have like short stories published in anything so it's like what do you what do you, what do you write well, well i can't i can't <laughs> brag on like any of my comp this is my accomplishment this is my first one so so why don't you tell us how you wrote yours with no credentials whatsoever and then i may go into mine which is i think slightly different i think yours is slightly different i used the base formula that i learned from the shipping and handling podcast which was a podcast hosted by uh, two agents and it was expanded upon but it starts with i am a blank fill in career and or like life situations so like i am a in my case graphic designer it could be stay-at-home mom student whatever who lives in place when not writing i can be found insert hobbies here (laughs) and then like a fun line (laughs) so usually it's like a line about your pets or something um or your family depending or something like that or you know just an extra line and so for me it was something about like a very bossy tuxedo cat or something like you know is the minion of a very bossy tuxedo cat something like that something quippy and in my query it was basically the same thing in the i think it i think one thing we may want to touch on after you talk about yours is if it varies between query letter website and later publication Mm -hmm. yes yeah for sure but first we want to go over how did you write yours well, um, before that, I want, cause there's something that, um, and I think this is interesting. So you wrote a very fan, your first book that you wrote was the, the, um, Combiare. And when you queried that, 
like, you know, you had to write a bio for that. And I think there's this thing that we're told to do where, uh, and I don't remember where I first saw that, but it was like, write in your bio what gives you the credentials or whatever to write the book that you wrote. And it's like, how does someone have the credentials to write a fairy book? <laughs> and like, I, I like, you know, like, I think doing what Avery said in this case, like when you have a fantasy book and you don't really have, there's nothing really to compare yourself to as far like in the fairy world just keep it simple you know it's okay if it's simple uh, an agent isn't gonna drop your query just because your bio sucks mm -hmm. you know it's not gonna happen if your query is good they're gonna pick you up you know you know they're gonna look at your stuff i will say in the query one of the things in your bio that you should have is whether this is your debut novel or not that goes in your bio section yes that yes that um now, I, I mentioned that because for mine, when I wrote my first book, it was a fantasy, but there was aspects of it that were very similar to to my life. Like, um, for instance, the protagonist lived on like a farm and, and I have a homestead and I was able to actually put in there like I, I've actually, you know, lived this like, you know, I, I put it very more, I put it way more elegantly <laughs> than that. But like, I did mention it in my home, like, I'm a homesteader, I have chickens, you know, mm -hmm. I also had an antagonist that was transgender. So I was able to like, talk about that. You know, I was able to put in that I was trans. I had a voice in trans, like, you know, and, and so I could talk about that. And, and I put that in my bio, because sometimes when you do write something that you have under your belt, the agent likes mm -hmm. to know. And then for mine, I was also like flaunt what you're good at. Like if you got it, like <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I illustrated for Wizards of the Coast and stuff. So you bet your ass that I put that in there because I wanted every single agent that had ever played Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> or, you know, lo looked at Pathfinder or something to know that like, oh, this person did a thing that I'm super into and I wanted to get their attention because I want to work with somebody who's like, kind of excited about what I'm doing in my spare time too. I was like that, that was mm -hmm. important to me. So I like, I threw it in. I, I wanted my agent to know that I was an illustrator. I wanted them to know that I was an artist. I wanted them to know that I had the potential to illustrate my own book. Mm -hmm. So I threw that in. My bios at first were a little long. And so I had to like, kind of decide, like I had like probably five different versions um, mm -hmm. for different agents. Like if it was an agent that I thought just wouldn't give a shit about that, <laughs> I just left it out, you know, but like there were some, like my current agent, like I knew her son played Dungeons and Dragons. So I was like, I'm slipping this shit in here. Cause like, I know she knows this game and it's going to make her, you know, look twice. Mm -hmm. Like at least in my head, that's what I was thinking, you know, whether or not that's true, who the fuck knows. Yeah. That's another thing. Cause when you're, when you're, scouting out agents you will find their mswls and their bios uh their mating script wish lists and their bios on their websites and sometimes their bio will say something like enjoys you know knitting and fabric arts and you're like ah i do that too so i would make sure i put that <laughs> as one of my hobbies or if i they said they liked video games which i like video games i'd be like i could be found playing video games um so you can tailor, I mean, don't lie about your hobbies, but if you notice mm -hmm. you have one in common, include that one. Yeah, definitely do. And I did. I know that I did. Like the moment I saw an mm -hmm. agent that had something, I was like, hell yes, I am plugging that in right now. So that's how I wrote mine. Mm -hmm. 
And I think the website is very similar to the query one. Um, and honestly, the book jacket one is also similar because I used a very, I basically took my website one, kind of tweaked it and expanded it just a little bit uh, because kind of like you had looked at it again and went, Ugh, let's redo this. <laughs> so I adjusted it and tweaked it. But I think the big thing about it is that it's the, the main point of it is yeah, you can put your credentials in and those can be interesting. But I really think the point is for people to get a feel for like your personality. So it's like voicey or, you know, is it funny? Is it like heartfelt? Is it, you know, people kind of like a little bit of like, what's the word? Openness. They want to mm -hmm. feel like they're starting to get to know you as an author. Because I mean, I notice that when I'm reading a book jacket, same thing, I'll read and I'll be like, oh, they've got, you know, these hobbies and that's really cool. And I would have liked to do that. Or, you know, they, they traveled a lot and that's really neat. I would have liked to travel. And so it's to kind of give you a little bit of a bond with the other person, whether it's an Aquarius website or a like book jacket publicity materials, etc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like... For me, like if my bio and Avery's bio are completely different. So there's oh, yeah. many different ways to do it. Like if you go to Avery's author website, you'll see something like mine is like all edgy. Like, you know, like, <laughs> if, you go my, if you go to my website, it's so edgy. And like, I'm constantly editing it because I'm like, did I put too much information in here? And when I finally got my agent, I actually had her look at it. And I was like, can you tell me if this is weird? Like, and you know, she obviously gave me the go ahead, keep it the way it is. It looks good. But like, you know, you can mm -hmm. have many different types of a bio You and you don't have to keep it one way or the other. I think one of my favorite bios I read was Patrick Rothfuss's, I think it was like really dorky. Like it was funny. <laughs> it was like really funny, and I loved it. Like I wish that, but it wasn't. It didn't feel like me when I was writing my bio. So I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I can't do this. Damn it! You know, I tried though. <laughs> I, I think that's the important part: is make it feel like you. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is, if you're, you know, a bit more of like a brash personality, put that in there. If you're more of like a goofy personality, put that in there. Because yeah, like I said, it's about forming that bond and people just being like, oh, I kind of know who this person is now. And yeah. whatever that may be. <laughs> yep. And we've we've got our bios up on the website. We've got little about us. If you go to the End It's Writing website, you can see we kind of each have our own bios up there. They're a little bit longer than the, mo the main author bio uh, because it's like an about us website page. But you can kind of get a feel for the types of things you would include. Uh, if there is something that is a little more, like you said, in, in the story that you connect with, you can put that in there because that can mm -hmm. kind of be very vulnerable and open. If you're like, I, you know, for and you don't have to do this. You do not have to reveal anything about yourself you are uncomfortable revealing. But if you are, like for me, it's like, you know, I... I also have struggled with bipolar disorder. And so I really put, you know, I put this into my books. So you can kind of add those things in there. Or if there's some other cause that you, you know, you're kind of invested in that is involved in the plot of your book, you can kind of put that in there. So people are like, ah, I'm, I'm into that too. <laughs> yep. Yep. You, you want the people that you want to connect with to connect back to you. Right. Yes. So put, put, put the things you Tell your friends in there, you know, like get people excited to hang out with you because that's what they're going to be doing when they pick up your book, I guess. Yeah. And to me, like college isn't exciting. So like I don't usually write that in, you know, like but for some people, 
college is very exciting and that's the kind of people they want to connect with. So they write that shit down and, and that's really important. Know your audience, know who the kind of people that are good at talking to you talk about and write it down because those are going to be the kind of people who want to read your books. Mm -hmm. I will also make a quick note. Um, we are mostly talking about writing bios for fiction novels. Uh, if you are doing nonfiction, then yes, all those credentials are important. Oh, hell yeah. Because you have to prove you know what you're talking about. So if you're writing, you know, a nonfiction book about, you know, insects, you want to say, hey, I studied entomology at this university and got my master's from here, that kind of thing. So people are like, oh, this person knows bugs. Or if you're writing like, you know, a, write, a writing craft book, just say, hey, I've written this many novels. Uh, you don't have to be like, it doesn't have to be college. Or for example, in your case, if you were writing a nonfiction book that had something to do with homesteading, you'd be like, I live on a homestead with, you know, so many number of chickens and this, you know, this, these other mm -hmm. things. Uh, so people could be like, okay, this person is an authority figure. <laughs> and I don't know, like, how legitimate this is, or like, there's a big asterisk by what I'm about to say. <laughs> um, I have noticed in the literary fiction that I have read that a lot of times literary authors will put in their college credentials yeah. as well, if they have them. They, like, it. it's this I, I don't, it's not elitist. I think it's just, they, they're really proud of what they've done. Mm -hmm. And, and so they put it in. And I think that the people who also have something like they, they have an alma mater that they're really proud of. They connect with that sort of thing. And mm -hmm. I think that the kind of people who, who enjoy literary fiction, again, asterisk, because there is no <laughs> set group for these people. You know, I do not care about my alma mater and I love literary fiction, but I do think that there's a certain type of person who, who can really get into that like mm -hmm. i think of donna tart she wrote some books uh what was that book about the college the secret history the secret history like i think that the, there's a lot of people who read the secret history and they love that academic shit mm -hmm. and they they like they like that the, that somebody who has gone and been in a situation like that wrote that book mm -hmm. it makes them feel very comfortable you know it's very common in the dark academia space as well like kind of a side tangent of the literary fiction because there is dark academia both in literary which is like the donna tart and kind of bleeding mm -hmm. into other genres so for example you've got lee bardugo's ninth house which is an urban fantasy but is dark academia it takes place at yale and in the the little bio it says you know lee bardugo went to yale so you're like ah mm -hmm. you know so they're I do think it is more common in literary, though. I think it's just one of those conventions that is is you just see it a lot there um, yep. because that is something that that those readers do tend to find interesting. Yep. And again, it's mm -hmm. just a conversation started between you and a person who really likes the same stuff that you do. Yep, exactly. OK, I think that's about it for me. Do you have any other final thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> OK, well, we'll call it on that All one right. then. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links and information.